Hola mi gente. The moment you've been waiting for is finally here. My brand new book, Financially Lit, is officially out. And I can't wait for you to get your copy. Inside this book, I'm bringing you culturally relevant and relatable personal finance advice that will allow you to finally feel seen, heard, and understood. Whether it's the guilt you feel from being the first person to make it while members of your family are still struggling, or the way that financial trauma manifests itself in negative and limiting beliefs around money, Financially Lit is here to guide you through it all. Just a few years ago, it was almost impossible to find personal finance books written for first-generation wealth-building Latinas. We have been forced to navigate the complicated world of money with a bunch of money books written by old white dudes who don't understand what it's like for us first-gen kids. But that stops right here, right now. Inside Financially Lit, you will learn how to set boundaries with your familia, with your dinero, create and pass on generational wealth, diversify and increase your income, protect yourself from financial abuse, navigate the complicated relationship between amor and dinero, invest like a white dude or better, and so much more. You can get your hard copy and audiobook version of Financially Lit at financiallylitbook.com and make sure to join our email list so you can find out when I'm stopping in a city near you for the Financially Lit book tour. See you soon. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. I think moving forward, if something is too good to be true, it probably is. And anything that might require you to make money really fast is probably a scam. And to just trust your instinct. I think I blocked out my gut and my intuition in this case because I was just so interested and eager to make off, like make the money. You're listening to Yo Quiero Dinero, a personal finance podcast for the modern Latina. I'm your host, Janice Torres, award-winning Latina personal finance expert. I didn't always have my financial shit together, but when I started looking for POC-friendly personal finance podcasts, I couldn't find any. And so Yo Quiero Dinero was born. On this show, I'll show you how to make dinero, how to keep your dinero, and most importantly, how to make it grow. Each week, I'm connecting you with the most brilliant minds in the world of money and business, so you can learn about investing, entrepreneurship, and building wealth. The best part? I'm dishing up all this knowledge with a sassy side of sazón. So if you're ready to be poderosa with your dinero, you've come to the right place. Let's dive in. Before we hop into today's conversation, I want to remind you to follow us on social. If you're loving this podcast and you want more community, you want to find out more about our events and all the stuff that we have going on behind the scenes, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, and everywhere else you love to hang out on the internet. If you're loving this podcast, please take a moment to leave us a review if you listen to us on Apple. It's the easiest way to share our podcast with people that you know and love, and it helps us get discovered by amazing listeners like you. 
So take a moment, leave us a review, share us with your friends and family, subscribe so that you never miss an episode, and make sure to check out our blog, YoQuieroDineroPodcast.com, where you can sign up for our email list and you'll never miss an episode. Plus, you get exclusive invitations to our live events, special discounts for our digital courses, and as always, our best personal finance tips and advice to help you be poderosa with your dinero. Thanks for listening. Now, let's get into the episode. Astrid, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me. I cannot wait for folks to hear your story because I know when I first heard it, I was just like, wow, this is this is intense. But before we get into that, how about we start off with you introducing yourself to the audience? I'm Astrid. I'm from Miami. I live here with my two kids. I'm a full-time nurse. I work in postpartum. And that's pretty much it about me. Okay. So we're here to talk today about a financial scam that you found yourself a victim of. Can you tell us first, like, what was your relationship like with money growing up? Did you learn about money? Did you see anybody who experienced something like traumatic with money? Or were you pretty good with money as, as a young adult? As a young adult, I just living like in middle class, I guess. And I was always aware that there wasn't enough and that my parents fought a lot over it. Like that was their main source of fighting throughout my life. And so I became really good at scoping out deals, looking for coupons, looking for just the lowest possible price I can pay for something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds very familiar as a kid. I think a lot of us see like that scarcity and the conflict that can come from these types of upbringings. So I totally get that. So let's get into the financial scam. First off, what was it that you were introduced to? Or how were you introduced to this thing that then became a scam? Okay, so a little backstory is that I had just graduated as a nurse. I was 23 years old. And I didn't have any money to my name, really. So my cousin presented this opportunity to me. She worked at a bar. Okay, so one of her regular customers, she thought was like an upstanding citizen, businessman. And so she was pregnant and she thought that he felt sorry for her. So he presented this opportunity to buy like luxury cars at a lower price and fix them up and then sell them. And then we get commission off of that. We were supposed to take out a loan from Space Coast, specifically Space Coast. Which is a credit union or a bank in your local area? Yes. Okay. So we're supposed to take out a loan for that for a specific car and give it to him. And then he would sell that car and then we get commission. The commission was supposed to be five to $6,000. Okay. So to me, I was like, oh my God, that's a lot of money. And it sounds really easy. I didn't tell my mom or my dad because at the time I had just moved out of my house because we were having a lot of fighting and just our relationship wasn't too good. But the one person I did mention it to was my friend's mom who I was living with. And she was like, that sounds like a scam. Don't do it. (laughs) And I'm like, okay, yeah, I won't do it. But then my cousins allegedly did it. She took out the loan and he gave her $5,000 and she sent me a picture of the money. And I'm like, oh, crap, like, maybe it does work and maybe I should do it. So I had great credit, but I'd never taken out a loan, especially for a car. So I needed a co-signer. 
So my aunt, who was her mother, decided to co-sign for me. Because she had already understood that her daughter had had success with this. So yes. she felt like, yeah, this is going to be fine. Yes, yes, exactly. So we went to Space Coast together. We had a VIN number for this car. We took out a loan. And they gave me a $26,000 check. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and I just handed it over to him like an idiot. <laughs> and so the whole idea was like he was going to pay off the loan and give me a commission. That never happened. <laughs> and every time we would bring it up to him, we would say, hey, when are you going to pay off this loan? You know, they're starting to charge me my payments and it's going to affect my credit, which at the time I had worked so hard to build up my credit. It was like almost 800 at the time. So that was a stressful thing. Every single day I was asking my cousin, like, when is he going to pay it off? When is he going to pay it off? And I would text him. I would say, please, like, this is a lot of money. I cannot pay this. I don't have any money. He's like, yeah, yeah, don't worry. I'm going to pay this money off. Don't worry. Don't worry. And then two months later, I wake up and I check my credit score and it had gone down like 60 points because I had already missed two months of payments at that point. Mm -hmm. And I was so upset. I guess I started realizing like what I did was kind of not the most legal thing. Taking out a loan for a car I wasn't even intending to buy for myself. Ah. So I was like, oh my gosh, if my job finds out, I'm going to get fired. And so I just started the process of paying off the loan. And it's not just the $26,000 that I was paying off. I was also paying off interest and insurance that they tacked on every single year. For the car. Uh-huh. So somebody is driving around in a car that you paid for, that you're paying for insurance, and you never even saw the vehicle. Yes. I don't even think it was a real car. I really <laughs> oh, my God. It was just a fake made-up car that... And he must have just used a VIN number from some random vehicle. Yeah. Did you ever meet this person, like, in person? When you gave them the check, how did that happen? We left Space Coast, and he met us, like, on the corner of the block. And did you know his name at all? Yes, I do know his name. Okay. But when my cousin had looked him up, she didn't have his middle name. It was just like a basic name. She found out his middle name. And when she looked him up, she realized he's a scammer. What did she find when she looked him up? She looked up that he's embezzled money before and he's gone to jail for this. Yeah, for scamming people before. Wow. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online store shop phase to the first real life store stage, all the way to the, did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. 
from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I love about Shopify is how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash dinero, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash dinero now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash dinero. So did you ever consider like pressing criminal charges against him? And if you haven't, why? After this whole thing happened, my cousin at the time knew a lawyer and we did hire a lawyer, but nothing came out of it. He, I don't even know if he did anything. I paid him a thousand dollars and he said he was going to pursue this, but it never went to trial. They never questioned me. They just found out who he was and supposedly he went to jail, but that was pretty much it. And then at the time I was just worried that, that I would be at fault, that the legal ramifications would really harm me in my position as a nurse. Mm -hmm. So you were afraid that you had somehow broken the law by taking out this loan and by pursuing justice against him, you might be inviting them to potentially charge you with something. Yes. Yes. Got it. For me, it was just easier to pay the money and just move on with my life. Wow. So how much total did you have to pay back? And how did you actually do this? It was in total around $32,000. Wow. Yeah, I had to move back in with my parents. And every single paycheck, I paid $1,000 towards this loan because I realized the minimum, I was paying nothing off. It was going down by maybe $100 a month because the interest was so high. So I realized I really needed to get serious about paying off this loan. And it took me about two and a half years to pay the whole thing off. So... In retrospect, now that you understand what happened and the red flags, if somebody else encounters something like this, like what would be your best advice so that that next person doesn't fall victim to something similar? I think moving forward, if something is too good to be true, it probably is. And anything that might require you to make money really fast is probably a scam. And to just trust your instinct. I think I blocked out my gut and my intuition in this case because I was just so interested and eager to make off, like make the money. Do you think that also the fact that a family member was the one who brought up the opportunity to you made you blinded to like if a stranger had DM'd you or something on social media? Absolutely. Because I trusted her opinion. I trusted her advice. She was, she's 10 years older than me. So I've always looked up to her and thought of her as like a older sister type of, I guess, role model. And so I trusted her. I didn't think that she would ever steer me like in the wrong direction. Mm -hmm. 
So I imagine, you know, when you go through something like this, it can be very, like, you can feel a lot of shame, a lot of guilt about just not understanding, like, why this happened. What are some of those emotions that you experienced? And like, what's your advice on how you can kind of get past that, right? Because I think if you stay stuck in those emotions, you might never actually face what happened. Right. I was angry for a long time, especially, I remember my first payment, I went in person with $4,000 in cash. And I thought to myself, I could use this to go to Italy. I could use this to go on a trip to put down on a house. And I'm spending it on a fake car that I'm not even driving. So yeah, I was very angry and resentful for a long time. But I think it was important for me to be accountable for my actions and realize that I made a huge mistake and that I'm hyper aware with people and I'm not as naive. I was very naive at that age. And it also made me very good with money. I started budgeting. I started researching how to pay off debt. That's kind of when I discovered Dave Ramsey. I don't know if you're a fan of him, but he was the first person in the financial world that I discovered. And I'm like, oh, there's people that can that help you do this in a specific order, in a specific steps. And I had never had that before. So I found that very interesting. And that's how I was able to pay it off. And it, it helped me grow as a person because now to this day, I budget everything. I'm very aware of my finances. And I don't think I would have had that if that hadn't happened. Mm, yeah. So I guess that's the silver lining in this whole situation for sure. Yes, I wish it had not happened with that <laughs> amount of money. It's a very expensive lesson. <laughs> a very expensive lesson. Oh my goodness. How did it feel when you made that last payment? Like what went through your mind? I had that due date in my calendar for months. And when I finally paid that off, it was such relief. I felt so free. I didn't have to be tied down to this mistake I had made. And I could move on with my life because... For a long time, every time I, I had that loan open, I just felt like guilty. I felt like this is so wrong. I'm paying off this car that it's not even mine. But I use it as a lesson for other people. Yeah. I have a feeling your story is going to be a major lesson for a lot of people. So I just want to say I appreciate you sharing it. And, you know, any final thoughts, anything you want to leave with folks, you know, to hopefully prevent them from falling in the same situation? I think my advice would just be to trust your gut and just know there's better ways of making money and it doesn't have to just a quick rich scheme <laughs> no matter how amazing and lucrative it sounds and not to always trust family because sometimes I'm not saying she was at fault but they don't always have your best interest yeah that is that yes. Absolutely. Well, Astrid, I want to thank you for your time today. I want to thank you for sharing this story. I hope that this is a big lesson for a lot of us to learn that, you know, if it sounds too good to be true, mm -hmm. it probably is. Yeah. And if you don't trust your gut, you know, you got to find somebody who can be that check, that balance for you. Because I feel like if somebody in your circle had said, you know what, this is a scam. Uh huh maybe things would have turned out differently. Yes. I think if I had gone to my parents, they would have been like, are you crazy? Because <laughs> when I told them after I had paid off everything, they're like, what? I have no idea. I think that's the thing with money. A lot of the times like, we can get blinded to just this idea that 
we've found the secret that nobody else has found and we're going to benefit from it. But usually it's just, it's not as easy as we want it to be. So <laughs> exactly. yes, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then tap to pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamline my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you are ready to take your dinero to the next level, sign up for our free 14-page guide, The Financially Lit Latina the ultimate blueprint for becoming poderosa with your dinero. This 14-page guide includes our best tips on money mindset, budgeting, debt repayment, career, investing, financial independence, side hustles, and more. And you can get it completely free. So to get your copy of the Financially Lit Latina, just head over to yoquierodineropodcast.com slash start. That's yoquierodineropodcast.com slash start and start transforming your dinero story today. Until next time, stay empowered, stay inspired, and stay poderosa. On the Yo Quiero Dinero podcast and associated entities, all information provided is for general information purposes only and does not constitute accounting, legal, tax, or other professional advice. Listeners should not act upon the content or information found here without first seeking appropriate advice from an accountant, financial planner, lawyer, or other professional. We assume no responsibility for information contained on this podcast and associated entities and disclaim all liability with respect to such information, including but not limited to any liability for errors, inaccuracies, omissions, or misleading or defamatory statements. Usage of this podcast and associated contents constitutes an explicit understanding and acceptance of the terms of this disclaimer.